0: This presentation is from Design Research 2021, day two. Uh, Hello, welcome and good morning, first of all. Um, I'd just like to kick some things off. um, So I'll start with an acknowledgement of country. I acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land, the Wurundjeri people, and pay my respects to the elders past, present and emerging. Um, So I firstly just want to say thank you for having me here today. And secondly, that I hope you can really appreciate this meme. Um, I actually went to create one of these and realized someone had done it already. So thank you to the internet. Um, (laughs) As as mentioned before, my name is Josh Thompson. I'm a design lead here at Publicis Sapien in Melbourne. And I'm here today to talk to you around design systems and the role that they play in connecting teams and aligning uh, organizations. So what am I gonna take you through today? Well, first of all, what is a design system and why do you need one? The benefits of having a design system, the various stages in in sort of my interpretation of design system, the problems that I've come across and the mistakes we've made along the way or the lessons we've learned, and finally, the tools that have helped us get there. So the world around us is rapidly changing. It's driven by new tech, evolving customer expectations, and of course, the impacts of COVID-19. To set some context since March, 2020, Uh, Response to COVID-19 has contributed to significant growth in global e-commerce sales, with Australia's online sales soaring by over 20%. So what does this mean for us? Well, in response to this growth, digital transformation projects are kicking off at a pretty impressive rate. Companies are rapidly augmenting their digital teams with contractors and consultancies to get the job done. Within this context, asynchronous distributed teams are the new normal. So this talk today will draw from my own personal experiences in the transportation and mobility industry, and then in the retail industries with some of Australia's leading and trusted brands. So just before I jump in uh, too much for, into what a design system is and why we need it, can you first tell me what is wrong with this image? So hopefully you can see, um, but you know what you can probably see, and much to my own personal annoyance, <laughs> likely from being a cyclist myself, is that humans are clearly very attracted to green lanes and in particular bike symbols. When I've shown this to other cyclists or you know cycling buddies and stuff before, they've always laughed and shared that same sentiment. However, the reason I've shown this to you is because to me, this is an example of where a design has failed. So companies, much like cities, can see rapid growth in short periods of time. Take Melbourne, for example. This can lead to broken processes, misalignment, siloed ways of working and a lack of connection. Urban or city planning aims to provide the best customer experience for the public and to me shares a lot of the same parallels as the design system would or as a design system would. Early investment in foundational work, guiding principles and standards can help to promote sustainability and provide a better future for cities or companies and can make a huge impact downstream. So like I said, I'm sure that many of you do know what it is but uh, for those of you that don't, what is a design system and why do we need one? Well, first of all, why do we need one? As your team grows, problems start to emerge when scaling design out to partners or vendors, and more developers and content owners. The larger the scale, the bigger the problem. In turn, the customer experience suffers, and the development time increases. So, I'm sure you've all come across problems like this before. You know, but things such as are we using the correct red? Um, you know, is that the right hex code or colour? Um, is that a primary? Is that our, our primary CTA pattern? Where can I find that component or guidelines and so on? Design system actually help to bring those capabilities together, such as experience and engineers, whilst aligning teams and business areas across an organization. So this in turn creates consistent experiences across platforms, but still like, allows those teams to work quickly and efficiently through shared component libraries and design tokens. So what is a design system and what's in it? Design system consists of a set of standards made up of collection of rules, principles, constraints, and best practices. You have your tokens, which are your building blocks, such as colour or type. You have your atomic design elements, such as your components or modules. An atom or an element here could be as simple as a form field or a button. And then you have your underpinning rules and standards. So design system will provide everything from brand and content guidelines to design patterns, Uh, reusable component libraries to deliver those seamless experiences across a digital platform, at speed and while scaling. This may be in the form of a website which can be internally or externally facing. Here we we have some examples displaying some of the more popular and best-in-class examples such as Atlassian's design system, IBM's carbon design system or Salesforce's lightning design system. More often nowadays, we see organisations of this size that have already started or created their own comprehensive design systems that have helped them drive their products and services forward at speed. You're always probably going to find pros and cons to every single design system, but realistically, you need to work towards what works for you, your company and its users. Apologies for the train. Um, I'd say that one of the most exciting things about a design system as well is that they're constantly evolving in order to meet business, user, and customer needs across all channels and all devices. They enable greater visibility and communication across organizations, and most importantly, move away from those siloed ways of working. I'm sure we've all been there. So what are the benefits? Visibility single source of truth, as mentioned before, accessible by all areas across the business to promote aligned understanding, awareness of branding, approach, tooling and ways of working. A design system is intended for all users uh, and we've helped companies to understand that this is a, a bit of a mindset shift really, moving from that focused consumer audience applicable to just designers and developers only, to serving multiple users where documentation supports all relevant users of the design system including content, data, quality assurance and experimentation specialists. Faster delivery and speed to market, component libraries and shared documentation, the ability to experiment, test and move quickly enabled by those existing components and processes. A case study from Spotify actually showed that using their token infrastructure and in design system experience It enabled them to reduce the time taken to propagate a global color change to 45 platforms from nine months to three minutes. The development team saved nine months of work. Imagine what you could do with all of that time back in your hands. Standardization, reusable components and reduction in design and tech debt. This promotes consistency across platforms and facilitates centralized performance distribution. Drew Loomer, a technology architect from the US, said, and I quote, design systems do save time and money. Just by eliminating code redundancy, more than 20% of a developer's time can be regained. So for up to a team of 100 developers, this means around $2 million per year, USD. So imagine what you could do with all that money back in your pocket. Predictable, safe, and scalable. Established processes and structures significantly reduce the effort and risk in undertaking large projects, such as rebranding or adding new sub-brands to a design system. Finally, flexibility. So an approach that is platform, framework, and CMS agnostic, and a design system model that promotes continuous improvement, as mentioned before, and integration with existing and future tools and technology. With that said, I'll just bring you back to the topic of cycling and show you a metaphor that I've adapted in a way that we think here at Publicis Sapien, and more specifically, with design systems. As a company and consultancy, we're engaged and brought on board to deliver experience, business and technology focused change across some of the world's largest brands to help companies address the service or need. So I give you the unicycle or stage one, identifying the problem or need. Here we perform audits, analysis and assessments of the current state to identify the problem or need with the company. The company might not have a design system, it might be in the early stages of or they might need to align multiple attempts at one. This can leave you feeling out of control, potentially siloed with little to no process, no rules or rigor. Stage two, the tandem bike. Or for me, this is where the real foundational work starts in Horizon One. Here we put a company on the back of the bike, providing guidance and expertise through their transformative journey. Project activities here would include, you know, forming a design system squad or team, establishing standards, ways of working, optimization and establishing ceremonies, comms channels, so you know your emails, Slack, Teams, and so on. Your return investment baseline. So this can be a set of objectives, key results, and success metrics that will, will be essential in getting buy-in from your sponsors. So it's a real key point. And also internal design system launches. These are the introduction of design operations or design ops. When working with augmented teams as well, this is a particularly important important part of the process to ensure that everyone is on board in that early stage of the project Uh, stage three the tandem bike on the front of so for me this is uh, the start of horizon two and maturity so the company's been taken on a journey they're ready to jump onto the front of the bike and lead the way so here we act as you know player coach providing capability coaching and oversight activities include reviewing the ways of working and processes that you've already created adjusting team size, roles and responsibilities, conducting a full review and case studies, return on investment benchmark reviews, so these could be conducted quarterly, and a public design system launch. A note here as well is that this might be a matter of months or years depending on the size of your organisation to get there. Stage four, the bicycle, the start of Horizon 3 and expansion, or the yellow jersey. And this is where an organization will take full ownership of their design system and transformative journey. Here we provide oversight and value assurance. And finally, stage five, the tricycle. So this is Horizon 3 Continued, expansion into your other brands and banners of an organization. Um, It's an example of, you know, an augmented multi-brand design system, which allows each area of the business to feed into a central repository from anywhere and serve all of its users, as mentioned before so this continuously evolves and adapts over time to ensure that consistency and alignment between teams and users so some examples that we've come across mistakes made and lessons learned over the years in the past i've worked across numerous business areas and products of the same company such as the main website the app and more uh, experiences across those platforms are noticeably different Teams were definitely working in silos, and we didn't have a central repository for design and development. As an embedded team, we knew that we needed something to align the inconsistent experiences across a platform with multiple vendors. So we started an audit of fonts and colors used across the platform, starting small. We found that we have 580 font styles and 58 unique colors in the system. We'd previously been using Sketch, Zeppelin, and Envision for our design, handoff, and prototyping, the introduction of figma, we managed to reduce those to 13 font styles with some variants across mobile and desktop and around 11 colors. In light of this work that we were doing, we were given the green light to what was you know to start what was a so-called design system and got to work. Like I said, we started small, we focused on our tokens to set the foundations for the rest of our work. In less than a year, the result was pretty amazing to look at. Um, however, we haven't sold for it all, in fact, far from. Unfortunately, business objectives were not aligned. Stakeholders and sponsors of the project were not completely on board and across the so-called design system work, So it was not seen as a priority for the company, which meant that we weren't able to have a dedicated squad or team spend actual time developing those proper processes and ways of working, along with detailed documentation, rules and rigour around the designs. So it was very much still in its infancy. Uh, This brought up issues when sharing our design system work with other contractors and vendors, but even though we would clearly label this as, you know, work in progress, we still came across other designers around the business taking the designs and running with them before they'd been properly trialled and tested. So it left us with little control and quite disappointed that we couldn't have that visibility to align experiences and get work over the line. A huge lesson learned in terms of getting stakeholder and sponsor buy-in, creating and sharing detailed documentation, implementation, guidelines, rules, and rigor. So this brings me on to the tools. Firstly, I'd just like to say there is a plethora of tools out there that can help you to get the job done. But over the years, I guess most people in the creative industry were likely to have been held hostage to the Adobe suite. We all know it, we probably love to have it, but at the same time, we probably hate it. Even more so when we see this bad boy on our screens and you, you break down cry knowing there's no way to come back and your boss might kill you, then your client then you'd be left jobless and so on. Jokes aside, this periodic table of elements used to give me a pretty, pretty big buzz as a fresh face designer. And it was definitely great for a time. So it was about almost five years ago now that I trialed Adobe Experience Design in its beta format, and shortly before or after that with Sketch as well. So it's sometimes crazy to think, you know, how quickly we've gone from designing in Photoshop with fonts and sizes and points, to using brilliant programs such as Sketch, Figma, and Adobe Experience Design. There's also brilliant versioning to tools such as Zeppelin and Abstract. And further to that, design system management tools like Storybook, Envision DSM, and Zero Height, each with their unique own unique offerings to deliver a design system of some sort. I guess the last five years is definitely proof that you know, that technology moves quickly and we should be constantly evaluating those tools we're using. If I think back to when our design team originally used sketched and sort of, you know, four years ago or so uh, and integrated within Vision and Sepplin, there were still several key issues. At the time, our design team was split across multiple locations. We often had numerous contractors in our team, so it made it hard to collaborate, hard to control versions, files are very hard to find, and there were no comment features within the artwork at that time. This meant less visibility over designs and was definitely costly because we were using all three programs across the business. I think we can all relate back to when we had to uh, you know, package up folders or save multiple versions of the same file. V2, V3, the list goes on and then you finally <laughs> say this one. We didn't ever want this to happen again. So this brings me to Figma. Figma is an online cloud-based collaborative design tool and program It allows you to design in real time, prototype and hand off uh, to developers with this code feature, making it a pretty cost-effective solution for us. You can use it in browser or app, making it accessible almost anywhere, anytime, which meant our team could access the latest and most up-to-date files. When I think back to the beginning of COVID especially and how that transition to working from home happened in a pretty rapid and stressing way, I think that Figma actually saved us. A central repository for all of our teams to access with dev-ready designs, detailed documentation, and a system that we'd set up to be scalable with styles and tokens available to all throughout our shared libraries. Perfect for those in our team who also works in different time zones, such as India. I think Figma amongst other tools such as Sketch have actually bucked the trend and in turn paved the way to collaborate quicker. With more simplicity they've got intuitive and quick onboarding processes um, into a new way of working so there's definitely things that still need improving but it's very exciting and we've loved using it nonetheless so a bit about my journey Um, i myself have always been very creative and very sporty i think for anyone that knows me they'd probably be able to confirm that i'm just a little somewhat competitive um, competing at local to international levels, either by myself or within teams, has given me a pretty unique perspective on how my sporting life ties into my work life and career, and what it takes to succeed and fail. There's been huge highs, which of course have been very enjoyable and very memorable moments. But then there's also been injuries, the setbacks, the broken bones, the benchings, the sickness, the blood, sweat and tears and so on. They're all real. The struggle is very very real um that was a little facebook stop myself on that one um and i think you know to me design systems are much like city planning as mentioned earlier or running a marathon they take time there are patterns and processes to go through and these steps are crucial to the long-term success i'm sure that everyone here has just witnessed you know an incredible olympics in tokyo a strange spectacle this year no crowds athletes who have trained for years ahead of an event for potentially moments of glory or upset. All of this amidst you know, ambiguity and the events that COVID has thrown at anyone, everyone. Take Dave Brailsford, for example. He was the great British cycling, cycling performance director who was introduced to the team after enduring a century of mediocre results. So a strategy referred to the aggregation of marginal gains. And I quote, the whole principle came from the idea that if you broke down everything you could think of that goes into riding a bike, and improve it by 1%, you will get a significant increase when you put them all together. So tiny tweaks to a design system is a continuous process, much like the marginal gains theory and the the Great British Cycling Team. During that 10-year span from 2007 to 2017, they went on to win 178 World Championships, 66 Olympic and Paralympic gold medals and 5 Tour de France victories. How amazing was the speed climbing at the Olympics, some of which took five seconds to reach the top and finish a heat of the event. Or to me, what's even more impressive is artistic swimming. They train six days a week for eight hours a day upside down. Pretty amazing. As a smaller company with less less digital or agile maturity, you can maybe get away with not having a design system. If you think back to when you were young and you were playing sport, you can probably get away with a lot less stretching or training. I guess we've all been there. But as you grow up and you get older, there's more need for preparation, process and injury prevention. As your company grows and scales, it's definitely imperative that you take the steps to do it properly. So with the clients that we've worked with, they've all been going through their own digital business transformation with fluctuating fluctuating levels of agile maturity. Part of the challenge is to ensure that each business area is on board with the idea an understanding of what it takes to align a business through a design system. If you lay the foundations, work in atomic structures and create the processes, you will enable your business to scale at speed and succeed. So, start small, even develop a proof of concept, ensure adoption and alignment with your stakeholders and sponsors, define your principles, set those goals, define your tokens and guidelines and start to scale from there good luck. So I just want to say a huge thank you once again. This has been a pretty enjoyable subject for me and I hope you can take something unique away from it. There is a QR code to my link tree there if you want to chat further about design systems, sport, my background. Um, But thanks very much and enjoy an incredible week.